But for each of these, we're going to talk about what a story is and how you tell a story, basically. Because, um, well, we've talked about this a lot in other things, but many of you, do you guys listen to podcasts, anybody? Or watch? Yeah, I, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. I like podcasts a lot. Um, and there are a million different kinds. We're going to look, the ones we're going to listen to for this class are, two of them come from a, a podcast called Snap Judgment. Another one comes from a podcast called, um, this is really happening, but then it's, it was rebroadcast on Snap Judgment, so we're going to listen to that version. And the third one comes from a podcast called Criminal. There are millions of podcasts out there. These are all narrative-based podcasts. There are a lot of podcasts that are based on historical ideas, there are, there are funny podcasts, there's everything you can think of, but we're going to focus on narrative ones. So story, What's, what are successful elements for the podcast? So this is important for you because when you outline your own podcast, hopefully some of these things will go into it, right? So let's see if this works. Whoa, I forgot I made it fancy. Character. Most stories, podcasts, all have characters of some sort, right? Whatever that is. Think of everything we looked at this year. Everything you've ever read, watched, listened to, there's a character in just about anything, right? Even if it's just what's going on in someone's head. It's still a character. So the question is who? A story must have some sort of character for the reader to follow. In this case, we're listening, not, not reading. Uh, this could be a person, an animal, an object that the story follows. Protagonist. You guys know what the protagonist is? What? Yep, main character, exactly. Yeah. Antagonist. It's on the board, but <laughs> exactly. It's the person, and it doesn't have to be a person, who basically stands in the protagonist's way or gets in their way, right? And then minor characters, characters who play a minor role within the story. There can be all kinds of things. It can be actual people, it can be animals, it can be places, it can be ideas, it can be weather, it can be whatever, right? Uh, second, a plot, right? Stories have a plot. Because otherwise, what would be the point? Right. Now, that just means the what. So we're doing he, we have who, we have what. What happens? What happens in the story, there is usually a beginning, middle, end, and climax, though not necessarily in that order. Right? Three, setting. There's always a setting of some sort. It happens someplace and at some time. Right? So that's the where and the when. Where and when a story takes place, the setting helps the reader understand the mood and tone of the story. You know that you've read stories, you've, you've seen TV shows where the, 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 the setting basically tells you how to feel, sort of, right? I mean, people like a good director of photography can sit, put you in the mood of a movie or a TV show just by the, the images they show, right? That's their, that's their job. So you can do the same thing when you're writing or making a podcast, right? By describing, like if you're writing a story that takes place in, you know, a deserted prison on the, on the shores of a lake, it's going to have a different feel than if it's in, you know, um, a super beautiful, sunny little cottage in the middle of a, you know, beautiful flower field or something. It's going to just feel different, right? Okay. Conflict or a problem. This is the what, the story's made, main issue. This obviously ties into the plot a little bit, but it's also separate. The story's major issue, character versus character. These are classic. They're, they're not always, I mean, stories don't always fall into these categories, but generally they're pretty close. They do. Character versus character, right? Somebody against somebody else. Harry Potter. Sort of, right? Kind of like that. Right? Voldemort versus Harry Potter. I know there's more sort of like good versus evil and all of that, but that's kind of what it comes down to. Character versus an object. Someone trying to do something, overcome something, climb a mountain, whatever, right? Character versus self. That could also be that. Sometimes it's, stories are about a character trying to overcome something within themselves. Right, to get to a different place, to challenge themselves, to 
overcome something that, that they see as you know, lacking in themselves or whatever. Character versus an idea, right? So this is a little bit more complicated, but if you've ever read um, a story or seen a movie or a TV show or a poem, read a poem about someone overcoming the idea, say, of systemic racism, right? Or um, the idea, like, so something like uh, Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, is characters dealing with specific ideas, trying to make sense of what it means to be um, a worker in the world versus someone who's an owner in the world, and you know, just dealing with those bigger ideas. So that's another option. Theme, the why of the story. What is the author, what the author wants the reader to glean from the story. Connects the issues of the story to everyday lives, makes a broader statement. Now, do authors always have themes? Like, do they want you to come away with, with a certain meaning from a story or from a podcast or from a movie? Sometimes, not always. But does it usually happen? I think it does, if you stop and think for a second. So we identify themes in things we listen to, read, or watch, or hear, because we're humans, and humans make meaning. That's what we do, right? So whether the author intends it or not is kind of beside the point. The fact that it happens is what we're focusing on. OK, what else? Can you think of anything else that goes into a story? Sometimes dialogue, right? I guess often dialogue. Uh, I think maybe setting can sometimes change the, the tone of the story. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. And we're not looking at, I mean, there's probably a million things that could go into it. We're talking about in general, right? So, I mean, I think that's about everything. Maybe not. If you, know, if you think of something or if we come across something and listen to these podcasts, we'll, we'll sort of go through these all really quickly at the end of each podcast and just identify what happens in each one. Um, details. They need to be consistent with the setting and the characters, right? If you're writing about something taking place in an abandoned prison, do not start talking about an ice cream factory, unless there happens to be an ice cream factory in the abandoned prison. Or they're leaving, right? You have to be consistent. Otherwise, you're going to lose your reader's trust really quickly. Now, if that's the point, then that's a different thing, right? But generally, you want to keep your details specific to what's happening around you, right? Uh, relevant and engaging. Yes, we don't need to know. Don't I mean if in your podcast or in the, what we're going to listen to or anything you read. You don't. You don't like to know details that don't seem to matter to you. I mean, sometimes, but generally they get in the way. Like, wait, why are you telling me this? <laughs> you know, if it never comes up again, what's the point of it? And be specific. You know, tell us exactly, as we will in these podcasts. You'll see. Blah blah blah. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. Um, active listening. So you are just going to be listening. And if you want to tell her why you're listening or fill out the form you're listening, that's fine. But I want you to be active. So at the end, we're going to talk about the basic elements, character, plot, setting, conflict, and theme. What questions would you ask the speaker if you could? Once we've listened to it, obviously, you haven't heard it yet. What details do you remember? How do sounds, other than the speaker's voice, contribute to the story? So all the podcasts we listen to in here use um, music as one of the elements of telling the story. Okay. Sometimes that's straight music, sometimes it's sound effects, sometimes it's um, the, uh, the, the speaker's voice sort of changing to, for effect, right? So just pay attention to this. What, what do they add to the story? Maybe nothing. You know, each one's going to be a little different. And then we'll talk about that at the end. And this is what we're going to listen to. So I have a different screen because I, I embedded it into this assignment. So yeah, yeah I forgot to show you this. So if you go on Schoology under the remote learning adventure for this week, which is 35, yep, nope, 34, podcasts, you can see there's one, two, three in there. We're going to do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
same format for each one. Um, we're going to listen to them, and there'll be a, a small document for you to fill out at the end. Uh, poetry day is Claudia Rankin. That'll be Thursday. We'll do that in class. And then I did put the 20-time assignment on here. It's not due until the 21st of May, but it's in there, just so you can look at it. Okay, so I'm going to pull up this one here. And the first one is called The Mistake. Blah, blah, blah. This slide shows what we just went through. The document to fill out is called Quick Response to the Mistake. And uh, you can see what it looks like there. It's attached to it. And then I embedded it here. So again, this is from Snap Judgment. Uh, this is, it came out a few years ago. Um, yeah, I guess that's all you need to know. So I'm just going to play it. So if you want to get something to color with, you can. You do not. A couple of things. So the, he wrote a book based on an experience which just came out. There was just an article in The Guardian trying to get in touch with those two Irish guys because he can't. there is no social media. He can't obviously get in touch with them, so he's interested. So um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. What did you think, I say, aside from wow? Would you try that? <laughs> no, no, it sounds awful. You know, I mean, he like, was in there for, what, five days? His body froze up. He couldn't talk. He was de obviously dehydrated. He was really lucky he didn't die, like, like, like literally. So like, let's look at these five uh, basic elements of the story. So the character, Brian, whatever his last name was, I've forgotten. The two Irish guys, right? They seem to be main uh, uh, characters in the story. All the minor characters that were in the work camp in Australia, perhaps, you know, you could make the case that the box itself might have been sort of a character, right? His desire for cheddar cheese, which suddenly disappeared, maybe. What about the plot? What's the plot here? What's, what does he want to happen? Yeah, he just wants to go back to Brent however he can. That's a pretty simple plot. I mean, setting, Britain, Australia, LA, various airplanes, box, box all over, right? Conflict or problem, again, how to get back. Like, he knows he wants to get back. He's trying to figure out a way to make that happen, right? Now, this is a very bad idea. <laughs> but he's 19 years old in Australia in the early 60s. He doesn't have a whole lot of options. He's contracted to be there for two years, and he realizes he hates it. So he comes up with this, this idea. Uh, and the theme, what are the themes here, do you think? I mean, obviously, this is just an experience he had. But can you draw a larger idea or a larger theme from what happens here, do you think? Is it, is, it, is it a cautionary tale? Is he, say, is he telling this so that you won't do it? <laughs> I mean, uh, I think he, you know, it worked out for him, right? I mean, there was, it wasn't easy, but it did work out. I don't think he would advise other people to do it. I mean, I'm not saying that he wouldn't advise them to get out of the contract. He would maybe just say, do it a different way, <laughs> perhaps, right? Um, okay. So if you could ask that guy, Brian, something, what would you ask him? Or would you ask him anything? Did he cover it? Nothing? Okay. Um, what are the details you remember, specifically? Do you remember? I remember the th the, all the, the sort of plan he put into the box itself, right? He realized he was going to be there for, I don't know if he thought he was going to be there that long, but. The harness probably saved his life if he was really going to be, if he was upside down for 24 hours straight. If he didn't, if he weren't tied in, he would be like on his neck and probably have died or something, right? Obviously, he didn't plan well and didn't bring nearly enough water. Um, 
But again, I don't know that he thought he was going to be in the box for five days. I don't know. I don't really know what he thought. Um, okay, what about the sound? How do the sounds, not, not just his voice, like the music, the sound effects, how do they contribute to the story? Or do they? Do they help dictate your, like, the tone or how you feel about certain things? So then they use, they use the sound of a forklift at one point a little bit, but also just the music. Is the music upbeat or sad? It feels to me, yeah, like it was a little bit upbeat, yeah. you know, because as much as this is a kind of a heavy story, like that's not the way it's presented because he survived. Now, how he died, that would be a whole different story, right? They, they're kind of making fun of it the whole way along, sort of, you know, and the sound is one of the things that does that. Like if you take that sound out, can you still get that? You can, but the sound helps sort of bolster that feeling, right? Okay. We just listen to that. Uh, okay, so on the document that you can fill out, there are two things to do. This is not one of them, but what are some mistakes you've made? This is what I want you to think about. This could be a place that you draw on to put together your podcast, right? What are some mistakes that you've made, intentionally or not, which ultimately led to a happy outcome? It can be anything. Hopefully, it's not mailing yourself across the, the world, but, you know, I don't know. I do not advocate for that. And then this is the one I want you, this and the next one I want you to, re to react to in that document. So do you, do you guys remember Miss Frizzle, the magic school bus? Mm -hmm. Wasn't her name Miss Frizzle? Yeah. yeah. So you used to say, take chances, make mistakes, get messy, right? So react to the following quote. Do you agree with it? Why do you think it's significant? Are these words to live by? You can just do that in the document. Tell me what you think, right? And then finally, uh, whoops, did I add another thing? This. Come up with a list of five mistakes you've made that, that, that you would change. Wait. Come up with a list of five mistakes you've made that you would change. How did these affect your life? And they, that's on that document, too. So there are two parts to that document. And then, so let's go back here. We talked about all this stuff, I think. Uh, when did he first realize he'd made a mistake? <laughs> you remember? Kind of as soon as they nailed the thing shut, right? He's in the back of the truck, and he's like, oh, wait. What did I do? Right? And then also maybe being hung upside down for 24 hours. That would, I can't even imagine that. Um, what parts of the trip did the speaker not anticipate? Not, he, I suspect he did not anticipate being hung upside down for 24 hours, right? Being there for yeah, I think that's a big, I, th I really, I think he thought it was going to go much faster, you know, because that's a long time. I mean, you guys have seen the Mindy fridge, right? That's like, uh, I should pull up, there's a, in the, in the article in the Guardian recently, there's pictures of him in the box and stuff, so it's, it helps you, but it's very small, like very small. I mean, he was definitely a skinny guy, but still, it was very small. Um, what do you think this uh, was the speaker's biggest mistake, of, like overall? Doing it? <laughs> Maybe not planning. Water. water, I think water is, water is a big deal. Right, yeah. 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 I mean, I think, again, I think he just didn't know what goes on in the cargo hole of an airplane. Like, he just had no idea. Now, you, if you were not that, I would suggest you do this. You guys could do much better research now than he had. This was, like, in the early 60s. There wasn't internet. There wasn't any of that stuff. So. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Do you think the speaker would do this again? No. <laughs> he even says that, right? Uh, but if he were, what would he change? 
Yeah, I think that's the big thing. Maybe some uh, clothes that he could take, like, you know, to stay warm and then take off easily or something. And that's true. So once he gets, you know, his muscles seize up, that doesn't matter, right? Yeah, that's true. I guess it's better to be too warm than to be too cold. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think water and food and, yeah. Do you think the speaker regretted making this trip in his manner? Did he regret it? No, because, I mean, but the only reason why is because he survived, right? I mean, had he not survived, I guess he wouldn't regret it either because he'd be dead. But, <laughs> you know, it was bad, but it turned out okay. And I'll, I mean, it, do you feel like he's the kind of person that just has a pretty positive outlook on life? He, it sounds like he does. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, that was crazy, <laughs> you know, where, you know, I, I would be a little bit horrified, you know. Okay, uh, I think that's it. I talked about that. That's the end, yeah. How long do we have? Like two minutes, right? Okay, let me turn this off. Um.